ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, time, on the grind. Yeah, I got the ring. I'm the champ. I'm the genie of the lamp. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. What up, what up, fantasy football hustler, back at ya. Got another hustler interview on the horizon. Here we go. We're keeping it real West Coast tonight. I'm really excited. Before we bring, before we bring our guys on from backstage, gotta remind everybody, Go to YouTube, go to Twitch TV, go subscribe, Fantasy Football Hustler. You'll be able to see all the live streams as they kick off. And don't forget about our 420 giveaway going down. We got the Ricky Williams 420 swag. Uh, it's going to be winner's choice. We're going to have one winner. You're going to get a Ricky Williams mini helmet or a football um, or a Ricky Williams jersey. Just go get signed up on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash FF Hustler 420 or go to fantasyfootballhustler.com and go get signed up. All righty. This is a long time coming. My homies are representing California. They're representing Northern California, but you know we're keeping it West Coast. Let's show them some love. My homies from the Heart to Start podcast. Yo. What's up, Hey, that motherfucking intro was going, bro. Mama, you was trying to get shit turned up for it. You already know. Got to get everybody hyped. (laughs) Oh, my mama, man. What's going on with you, though, big breath? Oh, I'm doing good, man. Just living this fantasy football lifestyle, uh, talking about sports all day. I'm loving the offseason, though, because 2020 is when I started really right into the season. And uh, I'm liking the offseason right now, just not focusing 100% on fantasy football or football in general. Yes, yes. Pleasure to be on man. Definitely a pleasure to to be connecting. You know, you you got that SoCal down there. We out here in the north, you know. You know, it's always love. And we say mafia, you know. It's real mafia-like, you know, connecting. Hell yeah. Shout out to Bogart. Give me money network already in here. Send my guys keep it lit. Like a motherfucker, man. You know, this was a long time coming right here, man. But, you know, better late than never. You know what I mean? So here it is. The the, the final piece to the puzzle been put, been put together, man. That motherfucking connection, that California connection on this fantasy shit is damn near finna be a lot, man. It, if y'all ain't knowing what's going on, you sleep right now, man. So you better stay tuned in to what the fuck is going on, bro. 100%, G. Hell yeah. Big things on the horizon, man. And uh, 
I'm trying to keep it West Coast as much as possible. It's almost impossible because uh, everyone is on the East Coast, Midwest. Glad I connected with you guys. Glad I connected with Bogart and the Gimme Money Network. <laughs> I said, Matthew, give me money. There we go. Yes, but, sir. yeah, so wh- before we get into, like, the podcast and everything, like, how would you guys just get into the fantasy football world just playing? Man, I uh, I started off, man. We we got a we got a a live draft league um that we've been we've been in. It's called the AOB League. Uh we're probably about approaching our 15th year. Um actually one of the homies that you know, Brian, a couple of the homies from San Diego State when I went there, uh we started well they started the league and we've been going strong. So it's it's like a it's like a family thing. You know, everybody's the same 12. Sometimes we have one or two guys have to switch in and out. And, you know, we go travel. It's like the destination and it's just the whole family environment. And, you know, we, we go live drafted pool parties, you know, Vegas parties. And it's always like just something crazy that we felt like we needed to share to the world. So, you know, me and JD, CEO at a hard to start. We said, man, well, let's do a podcast, man. We talk football so much, like 24 seven. Let's give the people something they want. And let's let's talk. Let's talk, you know, football. We in our second year right now. Like you said, the, the first year we didn't do a lot of pre-draft stuff, but last year was our first chance to do pre-draft. And man, it was it's definitely the same feeling you got going on right now, right? Where it's like, okay, I'm getting to talk football more than just when it's draft time. Perfect, man. Perfect. Oh yeah. What about you, JD? How uh what was your first experience of fantasy football? Uh shit. So the league that he's talking about, right? I got in that motherfucker uh like in 08, 09, right? But see, I I never had a whole bunch of uh, technical, you know, tech savvy like type shit, man. Only thing I ever had was an iPhone ever since that motherfucker came out. So my first year in the league, my iPhone burned out. The first generation burned out. So they kicked me out the league, right? So I take a break and I'm trying to get back in the league like a year or two later. And they like, nah, bro, we don't think you're ready. Woo-woo. So I started my own shit, right? So I had an ESPN league and I had a motherfucking uh, a Yahoo league. And my Yahoo league still going on right now. But long story short, my Yahoo league, goddamn near everybody that's in the AOB and my shit. So once they seen, once the commissioner seen like, oh, okay, you ready? You running the league? You get motherfuckers paid on time? Woo-woo. You put me back in and that was probably like... 2010 i think so this would be my 11th year in the league and then ever since that you know uh like cuzzo said man you know we i think we did our the first live draft you know we was like oh you know we took you know it was rumblings about it but i want to say it was our second or our third one is like when we first came back that following week we was up and running and haven't missed not one week of football ever since then this would be our third season of fantasy uh, of our podcast of the football season, you know. What I mean, we we oh, this yeah. is going on our third year right now, man. I, I'm, mean, gonna you know, I'm gonna touch on something JD said. He said he was trying to get back in the league. It took him some years, right? The league is so exclusive, right? <laughs> MJD was on the waiting list, like he was on like a two three year waiting list, and we finally let him in. Like, all right, if you coming, you coming, and he's two years strong in the league. And he, he doesn't plan on giving up. He went to the championship and lost to our uh, our other co-host, the other guy, uh, this year. So it's it's competitive, man. It's definitely a lifestyle for sure. Uh, definitely. 
That's dope. Hell yeah. <laughs> and and that you've had that league going for 15 years. Um, I got I got into fantasy football in 2006. I started a league in uh, 2007. We've had it going, you know, ever since then. There's not one person from 2007 other than me, but there is one person from 2008. And then everyone's kind of, you know, some filtered out, some filtered in. Man, lost a few friends to uh, to fantasy football fees. I'll tell you that, though. <laughs> yeah, he knows about that for sure. <laughs> we say, man, fantasy people be ready to kill you over fantasy, man. It's Especially over just like fifty or a hundred dollars too. It's always like you know, not a crazy amount of money. Like I don't even know why people. Uh, I got a league that I just I haven't paid a buy-in in about four years because of all the uh, the side bets that we do in our league. So that's a big thing in our league too. A lot of side bets. I, I haven't paid my buy-in in a while. It's been a while. well. You you, you know, so you make sure you get you throw that out there. I yeah. just make sure you know you pay my buy-ins a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know you didn't you didn't scatter off one year too though. You champ, you just won this year, so you know. About that, I'm talking about the year that you ducked off. You didn't want to bet. This our this my big cousin also gives some background. This is my cousin, my big cousin. He's about five years older than me, so you could imagine how much he used to terrorize me. But we're we're podcast hosts. We're like brothers, but we're fantasy enemies for 100%. sure. 100%. You just know that it's real. That's all that it is. And what what's the most popular side bet? Just a head-to-head matchup? You know, you guys are going at it, throw, you know, some money on the line, or what kind of side bet you guys got going on? Go ahead. Let him know what kind of side bet you got going on. We got a matchup is a must. Uh, not necessarily with me and JD, but the commissioner of the league. It's like three guys that we always bet. Uh, we got uh, record bets who has a better record over the year. And I also have a bet with the commissioner who, you know, in the AOB, the live draft league, I haven't won the championship. So they say I'm the Jim Kelly of the league because I went to the championship <laughs> twice and lost. So I have a side bet with the commissioner who also doesn't have a championship. Whoever wins first, it's a $1,000 bet, right? So we have little stuff like that that goes most on. Most point score. You and Kurt be doing more most point scored, I think. I got a few people with the most points scored every week one time. And then, you know, it just goes back and forth. So you never know who's truly, truly up. You know what I'm saying? But there's rumors that some people are more than others for sure. <laughs> it just makes it fun either way. And, I mean, it almost doesn't – I mean, it. I mean, obviously it matters how much money's on the line, but – that could be like little $5 a person, you know, bets. And it would just increase, you know, the shit talk and the engagement, everything to, uh, you know, just a crazy level. We also have um, every week in two leagues. I mean, I mean, lowest points every week has to add to the pot, like $25 a week. Ooh. So that um, we do a lot of different, you know, it's, it's a lot of trolling bets. Like the, the one, the guy who actually won the championship, I think he started off like, maybe two and five and i bet that he wouldn't win more than six games like we, we just you know it was like a w bet it, you know it's it just it's the competitive nature is serious serious really anything to bet on right we have an on-call push-up bet actually that uh <laughs> this year so come draft time somebody could tell me at the bar or whatever they need one push-up until it's all gone until they feel like it so <laughs> that's it it, it gets deep 
That's hilarious. All right. Well, how about this? Because this is a question that's coming up more and more now. One QB leagues or super flex or, you know, or two QB leagues? Where do you guys lean? JD? Um, well, I'm a traditionalist, bro. I like the one QB league, but shout out to Bogey and uh, Smoking J, the, the fantasy fornicator. They uh, invited us to the, the SBI uh, smoke, Smokey Bogey Invitational, and it was my first uh, super flex league that I was in, and that shit go crazy. I ain't gonna lie, bro. You know, I I, I kind of starting to like that. You know what I mean? You know, the the, the fucking scores be two fifty any given week. You know what I mean? Two fifty to two thirty and shit like that. You know what I mean? So you know, as the industry is starting to push the whole super flex uh league, that shit is is lightweight catch me. But I prefer a, a twelve team uh, redraft one quarterback. 100%. But I'm not opposed to the Superflex. I like the Superflex. But my league is going to be a 12-team, one-quarterback. Yeah, like you said, we both got invited um, to the to the uh, Invitational. Great league. It was my first Superflex. I'm actually in um, a Dynasty League that's Superflex. One Dynasty League that's Superflex. Then I'm in the Smoke. I'm in about three total Superflex leagues. And it's cool. I, I, the draft strategy is definitely different, you know. Um, it's 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 fun though. I definitely think it's fun, you know, going, you know, that whole season and 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 people rostering backups and it's it's crazy that you know the type of gems you could fall on, like how Hertz popped up this year or you know situations like that. But I do prefer, you know, one quarterback league because it just you know it kind of. It just makes the draft a little bit tougher to me, I think, because it just leans like, you know, the QBs are drafted early and then players that shouldn't go late. You know, you kind of end up with more stacked teams if people know how to do it right. Right. So that's, you know, I kind of like a little bit of balance, you know, obviously barring injuries. So I lean more one QB. So Justin said QB means nothing in a, in a single QB league. It's almost my, my kind of thoughts now. You guys, I mean, you guys could chime in here too. But I feel like quarterback is the most important position. I mean, not just in football, but almost in all the sports. And I feel like in those one QB leagues, quarterbacks are kind of disrespected unless you change like the point scoring. But usually it's like 25 points, you know, per um, uh, 25 uh, yards per point. A lot of times it's only four, you know, points per touchdown. I feel like the quarterbacks are just almost disrespected in one QB league because you almost don't even have to draft one because there's going to be so many just there on the waiver that you can pick up. I think both of us, J.D., you can attest to this. I think me and J.D. are, are, are late quarterback kind of guys. Um, I never – I think the, the worst probably seasons I've had are maybe trying to draft a quarterback early. The best seasons I've had has been waiting for a QB and, and – and, and hitting on a QB, right? Um, you know, uh, Lamar Jackson the year before, a lot of people hit on that, getting him late. You know, um, the only QB I tried to reach for was uh, Mahomes, and I wasn't able to get him. I think Mahomes' first year, you know, in that second year, the second year with all those crazy, crazy games definitely made it. That was the year when people got him late. They didn't get him early. So I'm yeah. a late, late quarterback proponent for sure. No, definitely. And, like, just to just to piggyback on that, the times that I have reached early or not, well, fuck it. 
the times that I reached early on a quarterback, and and it was both in the in the third round, and it was for the same fucking quarterback with the same fucking injury. That's why I wait to go get my quarterback 10, 11, 12 round. It was Aaron Rodgers, the year that he broke his fucking clavicle. I think he's done that shit twice. He's done had some type of shoulder injury to where that year he did it two times. I took his ass in the third round, bro, and I'll never do it again. You know what I mean? But yet, you know, that's the type of premium, you know, because you want to catch a Peyton Manning when he threw for 50 TDs. You want to throw, you want to catch a Brady when he threw for 50 TDs in, in a one QB league. You know what I mean? Because if you do catch that one QB, it's going to separate yourself from the rest of the league. Cause like I had Dak last year in both of my home leagues in the single quarterback league. And I started off three, three and oh, or four and oh, however many games Dak played. And once his motherfucking ass went down, it damn near sunk my shit, but I was able to, you know, some shit to where I got back into contention for both of them leagues. You know what I mean? So, yeah, definitely I understand how people feel about, you know, the Superflex where it does put a premium on the quarterback because all the quarterbacks are getting pushed up in the first four rounds. You know, like how I was talking about the SBI, you know, my the, the first quarterback I drafted was Watson in the fourth round and he damn near carried me to the all. You know, once he got fired and, you know, my, my second quarterback they were all interchangeable, you know what I mean? But, you know, I understand how people feel about that super I have, flex I have a question for you, Hustler. So what's early to you? Are we talking first, second? We well, talking if, we're, if we're talking one QB league, I mean, I don't even know if I'd be reaching for anybody just because, I mean, there's no, you know, there's not really a point to unless the QB scoring is – a little bit higher. Like I, I like to play in leagues where it's 15 yards for every point, you know, then yeah. it does make, you know, those top quarterbacks kind of separate themselves a little bit, but I mean, Patrick Mahomes, you know, third round, you know, I mean, I know he's probably going to go in the second round. So I, I wouldn't be jumping up there like that, but um, I'm in the second what, last year, I asked that because I kind of like to think is for me, it's how the draft plays out. Because yeah. I'll give you an example, you know, uh, a lot of Watson, Russell, Mahomes, Jackson, Dak, they all went probably before the fifth round last year, right, in, in, mm -hmm. in the one league. So in our live draft league, you know, I, I could double check, but approaching the fifth round, when all these quarterbacks are gone, I took Kyler Murray, which I could have waited a little longer. But as I've seen that there's a few teams left, who don't have quarterbacks and the, 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 it's getting thin. I grabbed Matt Ryan also, not only for insurance, but for possible trade bay, which I ended up trading him probably like week five because things happen. So I kind of, for me, it depends on uh, how the draft is going because, you know, there's those runs, there's those running back runs, those tight end runs, there's always the runs. And I like to go with best player available. So, you know, but like I said, I've had a lot more success waiting on quarterbacks than I have grabbing them early. Yeah, like, I mean, even in these super flex and two QB leagues, I'll try to get one, you know, high QB, and then I'll try to get that value QB. So, like, last year, Aaron Rodgers, I had him on a handful of teams because he was that guy who you could get, like, QB 10, 11, 12, like, sometimes even after QB 12. Uh, he, right. Everyone was hating on him last year. So, he was someone that I swooped on um, in a couple – you know, leagues and it was just money in the bank. Money.
There's uh, there's one league that I started playing in that I'm going to start doing more. It's two QB and super flex where you can start like three QBs in the same league. And it just made things so, I mean, it, it literally just flipped everything on its head. You know, like the first three rounds were like all quarterbacks. I got like Travis Kelsey in the fifth round, like first round running backs were going in the third to the fourth, fifth round. Um, it was just fun. Uh, Cause even like guys like Tua, who weren't even that good, it kind of valued them a little bit higher just because guys, they lost QBs or whatever. They didn't play it smart in the draft, but I like mixing it up just with all different types of leagues. And uh, in the Superflex, I don't know if it was in the in the SBI or in the, in the Run Boys Office League, but I fucked around and had Herbert just picked him up <laughs> just because, and my dumbass let him go because he wasn't starting. <laughs> 100%. And I had Hurts in one of the opposite leagues, one of either or, and fucked around and dropped him too, just based on because the, the quarterbacks are is such a premium. And then you got to, you know, I like on our podcast, I say I'd rather be early to the party than tardy to the party. So if them motherfucking backups is floating around, ain't no telling. Just like how Bogey said, if, if, if Tyrod didn't get poked up, you know, Justify wouldn't be in the motherfucking, uh, he wouldn't be in the position that he is in right now, Justin Herbert. You know what I mean? So, you know, and them super flexes, or just like how you said, a two a two QB with a super flex, you have to have, uh, you know, at least one or two stashed on the bench just because shit happens. Yeah. What about what about kickers in fantasy football? I know that uh, it's a real big divide. You know, some people really want it. Some people really, really don't want it. Never. <laughs> Last round. <laughs> yeah, so so the leagues that are our two home leagues, our two main leagues, you know, well, well, my two main leagues. I don't know what else, you know, what he got going on. You know, what I mean, he's a part of other shit. But my main two home leagues, it's a standard with the kicker. You 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 have to have a kicker. You know what I mean? Because he getting points too. You know, and there was a time where motherfuckers was taking Justin Tucker in the twelfth round. Greg Delay. I had Greg Delay win me a. a with me my Monday night, we at the Raider game, you know, his pop, rest in peace, he's a Raider fan, you know what I mean, season tickets, so we would go, you know, to the games and whatnot, and the Rams had came up to Oakland, and uh, one of my matchups, one of my one of my guys in my league, uh, uh, he had Tyreek, he put up like 60 points, 55 points one night, and it, I'm going into that Monday night game that me and Cuzzo at, and fucking Greg Delake, he still have to win for me, you know what I mean, so I know, and but they also also could lose you weeks too. You know what I mean? So, but the leagues that I'm in, kickers are mandatory. Yep, I, I'm. I guess after they changed all those rules, like you know, they moved the extra point back, they made the goalpost a little skinnier. That's when I started like not liking it as much because man, these kickers just started missing too much, and. I guess in certain leagues, I feel like the kickers are too valuable. Like these kickers who might score 10 plus points, but the team's only scoring 100 points. I don't know. I can't get behind leagues like that where your kicker's scoring like over 10% of like, you know, your total team's points. Yeah. You know what I hate about it too? Like, it, do you have roster limits, moves in your, in your league where you have a, a capped amount of moves? Because we got a capped amount of moves in our league, right? And it's a waste of a spot when you have to drop a kicker for a buy. Like, 
it's a waste of a roster move. Like I, I hate kickers, to be honest. I definitely hate kickers. But you know, with the strategy, you got to get a kicker in a high-powered offense or a high-powered offense that stalls out a lot, right? So you know, the years that the Niners weren't good, they always marched down the field somehow for Robbie Gold to get those field goals. Or the same thing with the Raiders. A lot of stalled possessions, you know. So. Uh, you know, Baltimore likes to control the game. So, you know, it, it's it's a strategy, but I, I never pick the kicker early. I, I, my thing is if you're picking the kicker early, you, you're looking for familiar names on your draft sheet and you can't figure out who to grab, and that means you were not ready. <laughs> yeah. Um, so last year – so there's only one league that I played in with kickers last year, and it's one of my longest standing leagues. I think it's been going – at least I've been in it since like 2010, maybe maybe 2009. Every year I'm trying to tell them to get rid of kickers, but it is because we do have a number of moves that we can do. And so I'm changing a kicker almost every single week. That's like 10 moves, you know, I think. So we have like 18 starters. It's one of those IDP leagues with, you know, defense and everything and short bench. And, um, yeah, I've been lobbying to either raise the moves or get rid of the kickers. Last year – I never pick a kicker early. Last year someone dropped um, – what's his name? Uh, Koo. The one who was killing it the Young whole Hope. time. They, they dropped him during the bye week, and I was like, man, I'm just about to snatch him up, you know, during the bye week. I'll waste the spot right now. I've never been – I've never had less stress in my life in a league. I had Travis Kelsey, and I had Koo. So I didn't have to stream either one of those positions all year. And it's crazy how much stress streaming a kicker brings to my fantasy football life. Man, I put I put great delay – that year that I'm talking about, I put his ass on the IR spot just based on that motherfucking booting 55 yards on my mama. Real talk. I waited it out. I think he was on the IR spot for like three weeks. No lie. Oh, everything. Oh, just God. based on because they, they can win you weeks. They can win you weeks, dog, for real. And they can also lose you weeks. That's what hurts, though, so much. Because that motherfucker, he gets missed three field goals, and you're going to have a negative or something. And that's bullshit. If you could like start nobody and get more points than starting your kicker, <laughs> there, right. there's no worse feeling as a fantasy right. football manager. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, that that's ridiculous. I remember that year with Greg the Leg because I was after his like super dominant year and he got hurt real early, and I I didn't draft him, but I remember everybody dropped him and I picked him up just to stash him, um, like. Uh, when he was like two or three weeks away or something, when the news came that he's about to, you know, start coming back to practice. Well, and I remember I, I did win a championship with him, but I still hate kickers. <laughs> right. No, fact. especially like how you said about both of y'all, how, how we got to waste the move. You know what I mean? Cause in our leagues, I think, well, you know, cause of the COVID last year, we might've raised it up, but pre COVID we only had 35 moves you know, for the whole year. So you got to really be on your shit, but see, and then also you can buy five moves for a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Which five moves, you know, if, if, if you ain't, uh, 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 use them right. Come, you know, we 10, we 12, you know, them five moves that just still ain't going to do nothing, do you nothing? Cause you still got six more weeks. You know what I mean? So them kickers, they can, and the defense is too though. You know, you got to be a, a real strategist with your defenses too though, bro. 
So I, I was going to ask you guys about that because I got my fuck team defense shirt on right now. Uh, <laughs> I really don't like team defense. I mean, the first league that I ever played in was 2QB and IDP. So, like, literally the first league that I got in had defensive players. So it was foreign to me, you know, the team defense, and I didn't even want to play anything like that, but I know it's the default for a lot of people. Do you guys mess around with any IDP leagues or do you only play in, like, team defense leagues? Well, you know, defensive leagues, I can't, I can't, it's too much for me. That's too much. So my first IDP <laughs> league was last year during the playoffs. So Bogey and Smoke and Jake, they also did a, a playoff league. You know what I mean? And you had ID, you had the IDP where you had to, you know, draft uh, individual defensive players on top as the offensive players. You know what I mean? It was my first one. And which it wasn't too bad, you know what I mean? But it, it's just a little bit deeper dive. And me, I, you know, because I always tease me of, you know, uh, you know, I start my homework in February, March for the upcoming season. You know what I mean? And we don't draft until August. But when you got individual defensive players, you also because like I seen your shit where you got a uh, the, the 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 rookie cornerbacks coming up. I think I've seen yep. something about you having a rookie quarterback show coming up. You know what I mean? Yep. And that's something that you really got to deep dive into because if you got a, a shutdown corner on one side, which he ain't getting the ball, you want that corner that's on the other side because he nine times out of ten, he's going to get picked on. And hopefully he the one that getting all the, the interceptions. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just a little bit more deeper dive, you know what I mean? But I wouldn't be opposed to being a, in an IDP league because, like I said, I like to go do my homework. You know what I mean? Brendan, I'll get, I'll get back to you with your with your question here in a second. Um, it, it's my goal to get more and more people into IDP leagues, but it's because it's not hard. Like if you're a real football fan, if you're if you're just a fan of football in general, you will love it. I, I feel like a lot of people get either nervous because of like these crazy ass settings that certain people create. It's not hard though. Like even there's one league right now with like. Uh, um, my homie's on Clubhouse, and nobody wanted IDP, but the guy who was uh, leading it, he was like, no, I'm going to do it, but we're just going to do three spots, and it'll just be one defensive lineman, one defensive back, one linebacker. So everyone's going to have a stacked, like, three players. It's, like, impossible for you not to have three good players. I'm going to do things like that to help people dip their toe into it because it really is fun, and it's not hard, and – Picking up a linebacker is the same shit as picking up a wide receiver. You know, you just got to know. You just click on that position, and that's it, and you search by the points, you know, for the previous week. So it's not hard. I know the Rum Boys um, League is going to be IDP this oh, year. Make sure to bring it up. <laughs> that's big. Okay, I got a quick question for you. Who was the best or what was the best IDP individual uh, uh, defensive player season that you've seen in fantasy football? Like who, like you had – a, a, a Brady who threw for 50. You had Manny who threw for 50. You had a Mahomes who threw for 50. But what was like the best defensive players, you know, fantasy football season that you've seen, you know, since you've been playing? So, I mean, I'll just give you some of the some of the top guys over the last couple of years because like Devin White, his, his year last year was really big. He wasn't drafted as a top guy either. He was drafted a lot outside the top 10 at the position. 
Um, Darius Leonard, if you go back to his rookie year, just completely balled out. Yeah. Uh, Buda Baker throwing up like 150, like solo tackles, you know, like that's just an insane amount of points. Um, you could go like when I started, Patrick Willis was the shit. So like, man, we go back to them. Patrick Willis is like, he's so underrated because he didn't play, you know, that long in the grand scheme of things, but he's like one of my favorite linebackers of all time. And it's because of fantasy football. Had I not played in the IDP league, I probably wouldn't know who the fuck Patrick Willis is. Yeah. Well, you would know if you're not at that time. <laughs> now, that I mean, dope, though. I like the concept of that, honestly. If the Run Boys, if you're talking about the Run Boys League that we were in, they're going to change it. Be, I would be against that. I'll definitely have to do my homework. But just, you know, just uh, traditionally, everyone, the leagues that I've been in, it's just a little hard. Yep. And, um, one day I feel like it's going to be the norm. I just feel like we got to get some of the cool kids playing because it seems like everybody who I know who has been doing IDP stuff like three plus years, they haven't really made it like cool. They haven't like, I don't know, tried to get more people into it or make it fun. Like, I, I don't know what it is, but like it's me and Robbie and Jordan from the IDP army and, uh, where we're all just kind of getting behind this IDP, um, Movement, see if we can move the needle at all. Same thing that happened with Super Slate, so I don't see why it's not gonna happen. And here we go, Brandrum. We play with uh, five IDP spots. How early is too early to start drafting IDP? So I feel like if I'm in a league where I know what everyone's gonna do and I want to like beat everybody, you know, maybe I'll draft in like the fifth or the sixth. But you got to really know your room. You got to be water. We talked about it earlier, you know, just kind of picking best player available. You don't want to pick a guy in the third round if you could get him in the fifth round. So I would just be getting ready to draft a defensive player somewhere between the fifth and the eighth round. It's when people start filling up their offensive spots. That's when they're going to start making the switch. Once they get maybe like, you know, three quarters of their offense or you know, once all the offensive spots are filled, that's when everyone's going to start taking defense. But sixth, uh, fifth, and the eighth—that's where I'd be looking to uh, to get ready. Oh yeah, no, and I definitely like, like man. If if y'all got a spot in that motherfucker, man, let me know. I'll come fuck with it. Hundred percent. You know, just to, you know, what I mean, just like the super flex. I was opposed to having two quarterbacks in my starting lineup until I got into the league last year. Two leagues that you know that's what it was. That was the norm. And I was just rapping with uh smoking Jay the other day. I'm like, bruh, I can't wait for the motherfucking SBI because that shit was lit, bruh. So you know what I mean? You know, and, and, and the cold thing is, you know, I'm a football junkie. If it wasn't if, if there wasn't even no fantasy football, I'm I'm a football junkie no matter what, bro. I, I love the fucking game, you know what I mean? So on top of having fantasy football with football, it makes me enjoy the sport just a, a a whole overall, you know what I mean? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a Niner fan. I love my Niners to death. But before fantasy football, I really wasn't, you know, deep diving into everybody else's team, you know what I mean? I watch the games and shit like that. But since I'm a, a, a fantasy football player, you know, you got to be aware of everything that's going on, man. And I try and make myself do that, you know what I mean? And once I got into the Superflex, like I said, I, you know, I'm a traditionalist, you know what I mean? 
And so once I got into it, I loved it. So if y'all got some room in, the, in that IDP league that y'all starting up, man, send me the invite, man. I'm going to come rock out with y'all. You know what I mean? Just to do something different, man, and, you know, help push this shit, it, especially if I love a motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm telling you, some of the funnest uh, – I mean, because defensive guys, there's more ways that you can get stats on defense than offense. I mean, offense, I mean, you can get yards, you get receptions, you get touchdowns, that's it. It's really just three stats that you can get. On defense, I can get an assisted tackle. I can get a solo tackle. I can get a forced fumble. I can get a fumble recovery. I can get an interception. I can get a sack. So all those you know points that you get on team defense, just think about one player being able better. to get the credit for getting that touchdown. You that know? is actually better if I think about it. I eliminate team defenses and just put – IDP player. I like that. We might need oh, to bring that, that shit out. do sound dope, bro, on my mama. Because, you know, I mean, you know, unless you're getting the 85 Bears, the 2000, and 2000 Baltimore Ravens, uh, fucking, you know, the 2011 Niners, you got the fucking uh, Legion of Boom, you know, shit like that. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers, even the Rams, I mean, I didn't see people take, you know, uh, uh, t- overall defenses. Nine, ten, even in the eighth round, just based on the season before Saxonville, when when Jacksonville lost to uh, uh, New England in the fucking uh, AFC Championship game, that defense right there, the year after, a motherfucker took them like in the eighth round, and they sucked, and they were horrible the next year. <laughs> you took some defense early. You took the Niners defense early before. I probably have, especially in the early in the early twenty tens. They was lights out. You know what I mean? I mean, just the season that we went to the Super Bowl, didn't nobody knew that they was going to do that. But whoever took them as a 13, 14, 15th round, they won or just won Khalil Mack. So our our Rosarito draft that I was telling you about early, Alex, uh, uh, my boy G in my league, he took Chicago in like in the 14th round. We didn't know because Khalil Mack didn't get traded until like a week before the season started. So that year of the Bears defense, they were And he's a two-time champ in my league. He's the commissioner of the ALB league, ain't done shit. But in my league, he got two ships. And I remember the year, that's that last year that he won, he had the fucking Bears defense, took him in, the, in like the last round, fucking Khalil Mack get traded to the ass, and they was lights out that whole fucking year. The one year that I did not hate team defense was uh, it was two years ago. So 2019, it was the year that the Patriots were like lights out with all their interceptions and everything. For whatever reason, they were like outside of the top 12 defenses. So they were like literally my last pick in every single team that I played with team defense. And I remember week four, week five. They had like as many points as Christian McCaffrey or something stupid. 100%. Like they that. Did. that was a year before last. Yep, that was ridiculous. That year, yep. We we were we had a joke like you should trade um, this defense. He was saying he wasn't going to trade New England defense unless somebody gave him a top fifteen player because they were performing like a top ten player. <laughs> right, facts. They was. I wouldn't even trade them at that point. But that on the one team, um, man, it was it was the big money league of that year. I drafted Lamar Jackson super late, and I drafted uh, the New England Patriots. With my very last pick. So it was oh, like shit. in that league. <laughs> oh, you was running the whole motherfucking league, bro. Because that's the MVP, Lamar Jackson. Yep. 
Yep, and it was only a one quarterback league too. So I picked Cam like way before him. Lamar Jackson was like my backup QB uh, for week one. So I didn't even get him for the week one points. But uh, yeah, that was the only game he sat besides his bye week after that. Wow, that's big. Yeah, you was killing shit that year. But I hope uh, you wouldn't buy a whole bunch of lottery tickets that year too because you hit big on the fantasy. I should have, but man, I'll tell you one move that really made it for me. And uh, maybe you guys can think of some really big, like free agent moves that like made you win a championship. So that was the year that, um, that, uh, or well, no, actually, no, no, no. The year before that. So 2018, Nick Chubb. So Nick Chubb was drafted. I played in eight leagues that year. He was drafted in um, eight redraft leagues. He was drafted in 100% of these leagues that I played in. But he was dropped right before, like, sometimes it was a week before, sometimes it was a, a month before. But right before Carlos Hyde got traded, um, I just remember getting that update from, like, Adam Schefter on my phone. And I dropped everything, and I went and picked him up on all eight leagues that, that I had. And I got texts from my friends calling me an asshole and, like, everything. And uh, I won three championships um, because of that. He made such a huge difference coming in and being like an RB2. Can you think of like any huge major moves? I got one for you. It, this actually, I'm not going to say it was huge because it didn't help me win anything, but I was able to trade this player. So at the draft, our live draft in Arizona, we were at a pool party and um, uh, Shady McCoy went to the Chiefs last year, right? So obviously it didn't pan out, but someone had drafted, uh, what was it, Daryl Williams or one of the Williams? Damien. Damien in Damien. like the second, third round, right? After his good year, somebody drafted him like Fucking the BJ. Third, It was BJ that round. did this shit. I remember that. in the third Damn. round. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I got your handcuff. You better come get him. <laughs> and I drafted McCoy in the late, in the late. But I, I'm like the – the wire guy. I'm not going to say, you know, necessarily free agents, but you know, that year that Connor went off, like that was, that was one of my, my, my big ones that took me to the, helped me get to the championship because he ended up being hurt at the end of the year. And didn't you get Connor off the wire that year though? You didn't draft yeah. him? Nope. Yeah. Off the wire. Oh, everything. So we had another guy, which is also our co-host. He was able to pick up Mahomes off the wire and the year that he threw the 50 TDs, somebody drafted him dropped him because this fool right here put it in the air that oh des bryant is about to go to somewhere i forgot we had a was. Oh, boy drop my homes look and <laughs> we had we had a new guy in the league right oh you know, i guess we, he we don't play a, no more does he no nah, he's there no, he's, he's there. still there. He's, there he's a lifer he's a lifer now but at the time you know he was he was a new guy that came in and he didn't know how you know the kev trolling is you know, I, I'll wake up during the day and just throw something out there and just fuck with people. And he was a new guy. He didn't know. And I go in the chat. This is when Des Bryant had got released by the Cowboys or something. And I was like, ooh, Des Bryant working out with the Patriots. <laughs> right? So he responds like literally like 10 seconds later like, ha-ha, got him. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and then I was just getting weak. But he had Aaron Rodgers. And he had Mahomes, so he dropped Mahomes. So the joke ended up being on me because, well, I lost in the championship to the person who picked up Mahomes, and it wasn't me. But 
Hey, Carmen's you know, a bitch. The joke, the joke <laughs> was, you know, actually our co-host who beat me. It, it, the joke was, you helped me win the shit. But he actually, he actually had Deshaun Watson too, so he was probably going to win no matter what because Watson was killing at the end of the year. But I could have used him because I had Drew Brees and he he filtered out at the end of the year. So, you know, trolling gone wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, definitely, man. It's, I mean, just me personally, just with a free agent pick or whatnot, you know what I mean? You know, I just got my first championship last year in 10 seasons, bro, in two leagues. I'm, you know, I've I've been two leagues for Uh-oh. for nine years. Last year was my first time in, you know, five plus leagues, you know what I mean? And so for the first nine years that I've been playing, you know, I finally got my first one, but it was because of some trades that I, that I, uh, you know, that I made, you know what I mean? But it, it, I had, I had not picked up somebody at the beginning of the season, like, oh, this motherfucker, he just did so much wonders for me. You know what I mean? I contended one time in, 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 in our live draft league, you know, I got to the championship in that league, but I've been a playoff, you know, a playoff, playoff E for, you know, maybe five, six years, maybe seven years in that league, but just never was able to bring it home. So hopefully this year it'd be somebody that might have got dropped or, you know, might have got cut ha- ha- having or or still a free agent right now, like my dog A.B. You we know got what I mean? Or somebody, somebody that's just still under the wire that'd be like, oh, man, this motherfucker right here, this is who I believe in, bro. He got to be on my roster. And he shoot me all the way to the promised land, man. You we know, got so sharks I'm in super- our league. We got sharks, so it's hard yeah. to, you know, it's always somebody that might be there quicker than you for sure. In both of them leagues, it's only like so. In the AOB, you got you got uh, uh, Kurt. He's a two time winner, and then you got our dog uh, Ryan. He's a two time winner. You know, it's only two people that have won two championships in in the main league for the fifteen year league, and then in my league which is like a 10-11 year league, it's only one person that got two rings. You know what I mean? And that's the commissioner of the other. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's you know, heavyweight bout, you know, every fucking season, big bro. No lie. Do you have any leagues where it's like no waivers? Like you can pick up anybody, anytime, like just 100% free-for-all? I wish it was. <laughs> and that, that's what brings out the real sharks. Like that's no, what right. like. No, we, we, I, I like it like that. We right. trade, we trade waiver picks though. Right. No, like, definitely. We, we do. You can't literally trade it, but you can be like, I'll trade you the first waiver the wire slot, pick. Oh, wire pick and a player. And then you tell me who you want me to grab. And it's an agreement. So, you know, holding that wire pick, that number one spot is, is big in our leagues for sure. It is it's not, and, and like, it's not I mean, fab budget. It's not fab budget. So it, I want to try a fab me. budget league up though one time. My bad, cause I'm, I was just gonna say that I got my alarm set at uh twelve oh three on Wednesday, twelve oh three on Saturday. Even though sometimes I ignore that motherfucker, but my alarm is set so I could be one of the. If the motherfucker ain't put no claim in, oh yeah, I got to go get this dude on every day. See, I don't know if it's an advantage or a disadvantage being on the West Coast. I think it's an advantage because I'll I'll just force myself to stay up. But I know some of these East Coast people, they be getting up for work early and they be on it. (laughs) I stay up. Wire night, I'm up. Even if I'm falling asleep right there, I got to stay up for the wire. I got to stay up for the wire. I started scheduling multiple. No, my bad. Leagues have been one off the wire, though. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we could just think if we could really just think back, there have been motherfuckers that have been wire picks that completely balled the fuck out all the way to week 16. 
A hundred percent, bro. Hell yeah, I know uh, Herbert. So, I mean, for for me, I mean, I actually picked him up in a super flex league. He got drafted, and I don't even know how he got dropped. And as soon as I saw that news, I picked him up. Um, but, yeah, I know for a lot of people who were following me, Herbert's kind of who put me on the map because I started telling people to pick him up in week three, like right after that uh, that Chiefs game. And um, and, and I, ca- I called my shot for his uh, the Monday night game. I said he was going to go for 100 yards and three touchdowns. And that uh, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and uh, Hunter Henry were all going to have big games. And he threw for like 260, four touchdowns, and each of those guys got a touchdown. And uh, Mike Williams got two touchdowns. So I was like a superstar for like a couple days on uh, <laughs> on social media and had people signing up on my Patreon and like everything. And the cool thing is, though, just to, to double back on, on Herbert, bro, they was dogging him through the whole motherfucking draft process. Oh, he plays in Oregon. Oh, he can't throw the ball downfield. He's an intermediate to short, you know, short thrower. Woo, woo. And look at this motherfucker now, man. Herbert is looking like the 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 cream of the crop of that quarterback class that he came out of last year. A hundred percent, bro. Oh, I was hating on him. I was hating on him pre-draft because he went to the Chargers, and I was like, the Chargers coaching is going <laughs> to fuck him up. He's not going to be able to overcome it. And uh, But, no, he was just slinging the ball, and he overcame it because coach is out. He's still the starter. Coach is out. Yeah, I had him <laughs> in. I actually traded Mahomes in the league to rock with Herbert and keep going, and I actually traded him to JD, which ended up fulfilling my need. But, it, it you know, I could say it catapulted you, helped you uh, get to that championship for sure. Uh, I, 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 I owe you something for that, bro. I'm glad you said that. I, I owe you something for that. <laughs> <laughs> Bottle on me next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Switching it up. Let, let's talk about how did you guys get into podcasting? You said it started like three years ago, but uh, what, what actually started all that? Man, we just we got together with like, really kind of everybody in our league, we said, man, we want to start a podcast and, and do this. And everybody was like, Hey, we're just throwing some money. And, you know, like four of us, we ended up, you know, buying all the little equipment. We still have stuff that we haven't even hooked up. We got all type of uh, audio equipment that we still have not did. I, we've been since the like, first year. Since <laughs> the first year, we got we got mics, we got uh, uh, stands, we got splitters, we got uh, uh, mixers, and everything. But we're we're you know we 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 just at our own pace. But you know, and then this year we were able to uh, start the hoop talk. Um, which has been cool. We took about three weeks off because, uh, you know, holidays and, and getting back into, you know, towards the end of the season, letting some things happen after All-Star break. But we started the Hoop Talk installment, just adding more of our homies, you know, just to come in as this environment where we're just kicking back, talking sports. And then, you know, like he said, you know, last year we got real in-depth with the draft and doing mock drafts. And, you know, it's just been something that's fun, something that we really, really enjoy doing. And, and that's why we're going to keep doing it like this, because we just love to do it. Yeah, then, no, but, you know, for the reason that Hard to Start is here is because of him, because he's the first one that threw it out there during our draft. I want to say it was the second Vegas trip. It was in the air. But when we went to Rosarito, you know, what I mean, it really got put out there. And I'm telling you, so our draft is like Labor Day, Labor Day weekend. And, you know, the first Thursday night football for the Super Bowl champs is that following week. You know what I mean? So this dude right here, when we was in Rosarito, this shit was pushed. And 
I'm telling you, I don't know if we went on the the that before that Thursday. Why right when we got back? Thursday, from right when we got back, we had and the board in the background. The this dude is the one that you know. He the one that pushed the shit, and you know, and it and the cold thing is, like I said, we for football, we have not took not one week off a hundred percent. So that's how we really got into it. Cuzzo threw the shit in the air, and you know, uh, me and our our other co-host Kirk. The other guy, you know, what I mean, we we we've been ten toes down ever since, and that was probably eighteen. I yeah, think it was eighteen or not yet. Football, fantasy basketball. I've been in the fantasy basketball league for 14, 13, 14 years. Um, fantasy baseball. I don't play fantasy baseball, but a lot of our co-hosts play baseball. So just the whole fantasy thing. It's just a way for us to keep it competitive because we're just all competitive dudes. You know what I'm saying? And like Hell to talk yeah. about sports though. That's the yeah. thing though. We even if a motherfucker wasn't doing podcasting, a conversation, a daily conversation about sports is gonna come up. Yeah, you I know, can look in the group chat right now and there's a hundred messages. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like oh, any mom, given moment, it, the group chat is going on. Oh, everything. Nice. Hell yes. And so when I started all this, I mean, I was trying to get, you know, some of my friends involved. I mean, it's good that you guys, you know, were able to link up like, man, none of my friends got serious about it. Like one day they might. But um, yeah, I know it's more fun to do it with people. So like I was grinding throughout the entire year, just solo videos and stuff like that. And I'm having way more fun, uh, you know, just chopping it up and talking to a bunch of people. Because it is kind of hard. You know, we all have different schedules. We, we've had had to work around each other's schedule. It is a challenge. But it also makes it that much worth it, you know, and we definitely got to a point where, you know, we're all able to, you know, be guests on your show or have guests come on our show. You know, we we, we keep it the offseason, you know, right now with basketball, we keep it kind of strictly the studio, you know, uh, podcast. But during during season, you know, we like to drop one in studio where we're all there. Then we like to come back with the wire talk for maybe 30 minutes and, you know, segments throughout the week. So. That's that's something that, you know, like you said, able to do it on your own. It definitely makes it easier. But also having people you can reach out to to, to be your guest. It's, it's, it's a dope experience. And that's a shout out to all the community that we're all tapped in with. Like uh, everyone supports each other, you know, uh, gets on each other's show. It's, it's, it's truly a dope experience. Like, you know, even when we had, you know, you, you were on there comment when we had Bogart in the studio. Like that was big. You know, like we he's one of the ones that embraced us from the jump. And you know it's always it's always a treat when players meet, man. You know, hundred <laughs> percent, bro. You know, I mean, shit, man. I, I I can't say nothing else more than that because, like I said, man. You know, we talk sports all day. To be able to get on on this type of shit and you know get our opinions mixed in with other motherfuckers' opinions and get day listeners and our listeners and the whole shit like that, and it just continues. Like Bobby said, man, push that motherfucking uh, boulder up the hill, bro. And here we is. We locked in with you, bro, on everything. And shout out to my dog, Brian, because he the one. I'm, man, bro, you know, it just, man, everything happened for a fucking reason, bro. And this is what we doing, bro. Now we locked in 100%, dog, on everything. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's going to be more to come for sure, especially during the football season, maybe something for the draft. You know, I, I definitely want to get down on a mock draft with you guys. I really like doing mock drafts. Well, I'll, Man, I'll, me too. I'll even switch it up and I'll do a one QB mock draft for you guys. We'll definitely do some twos for sure. We like to get on live and do mock drafts. We had a dope 
dope uh, off season last year. A lot of our videos are still up. We even have a video up of the live draft that we did about half the draft. You know, due to COVID, we couldn't do it at a destination. We actually went to SoCal to one of the homies' houses. But, you know, definitely a dope experience for sure. Nice. Hell yeah. Nice. There we go. Bogart's still up in here. There we go. Hell yeah. All right. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So um, in addition to the podcast, you guys do the YouTube stuff. Did you start doing both of that at the same time or did, um, did the YouTube come after? So we, we always uh, uploaded on YouTube and, you know, the iTunes. But Robbie, shout out to Run Boys Robbie. He actually got us on the StreamYard and wanted to do StreamYard. So that the live the live aspect of it has definitely been a dope experience. Um, we usually just, you know, record it, you know, one take, Jake, you know, just straight. But able to have it live has definitely been a good experience for sure. It, it, interacting with people and letting them jump on, that's been dope. You know, I, I know a lot of people, like you said, are going to Clubhouse and, you know, they used to be on Periscope. But, you know, right now, I guess I guess I guess we're just rocking with YouTube right now because, you know, it's just where we're at. You know, it's the I guess not just because it's easy, but we also understand, like, you know, down the line, we want to be able to make money off of this somehow. Right. That, that'd be a luxury. But if it doesn't happen, you know, catch us on here, man, the family environment. We chilling, doing what we're going to do no matter what. So, you know, YouTube and iTunes is working for us for sure. There you no, go. Definitely. Definitely. You know, and and that was the main thing. It wasn't we didn't jump in this motherfucker to be like, oh, we finna just, you know, what I mean, kill the, you know, the whole shit and get super. You know, what I mean, we jumped on this motherfucker because the fantasy football is a passion of ours. We can't wait until the draft. You know what I mean? We can't wait to talk our shit. We can't wait to, you know what I mean, get to the playoffs and shit like that. So to be able to bring our experience and put it on camera and hopefully some motherfuckers fuck with it, that's all that was. You know what I mean? And and, and that's all we doing for right now. If, if, if a motherfucker do get a couple dollars off this shit, that's what it is. But the, the, the main thing that we do this for is because we love this shit, bro. We, like, like Cuzzo said, we go into... I mean, like, let me just put it out there for myself. I work, you know, 10, 12 hours a day, right? But when we go do our draft, that's the only time that I get to go and go fuck with my peoples. You know what I mean? Because I work so much, you know what I mean? So I look forward to this shit. And so be able to be able to capture that and put that moment to show other motherfuckers how, how we do it. And some motherfuckers can't even believe that, oh, like I was just on a podcast last week, and when I told my dude, like, oh yeah, we travel every year to go somewhere, he was like, What? Man, all we do is just we go to to my partner house with the pool, put the board up and woo woo. You know what I mean? So just to give a motherfucker our experience and how we rocking with the fantasy football shit, that I mean, you know, just to give shed some light on how each and every motherfucker do this shit. You know what I mean? I mean, that's my thing, right? Yeah, it's like our art. It's one thing the wives know, you know, a lot of us are married, some are not, you know, engaged, whatever. The only thing you can't deny is that we're going on a trip for fantasy football draft. Lock that in. <laughs> it's going to happen. 
we can't control where we're going. It may be Miami. It may be out the country. But just know we got to go because nobody is sitting out the league that year. It's not happening. <laughs> no, because if you sit out the league, you're going to be out the league for like five years. It's not happening. The only motherfucker, so we got a dude named Ryan. He wasn't able to make it one year, but he was able to get back in the next year. But, it, you know, it's a wait list on that motherfucker. <laughs> when you got a motherfucker that is a real reptable in the fantasy football community that also put on one of them them jerseys with the shield on it that's been waiting to get into the league, that says a lot. You know what I mean? So, you know, I mean, this shit is just highly competitive, bro. That's all it is. And, you know, everybody done plays some type of sports or, you know, whatever it may be. It's just the camaraderie that we get from doing this shit, especially since it's been 15 years in this shit. You know what I mean? A motherfucker can't wait. To get even when the shit is online, like my leg is online. So just to even just talk shit online, oh motherfucker, you finna uh you finna blow your whole draft. You know what I mean? You picking all bust or you know, just shit like that, bro. Fifteen, I mean, we're not at fifteen yet. I think we're in year fourteen, because the word on the street is is year fifteen, we gotta do a thousand dollar to fifteen hundred dollar buy-in one time. Ooh, twelve people, wow. Ooh, big, 12 time. people. big time, big <laughs> time. That's dope. What's up, Wink and Willie? Thanks for coming through right at the end, bro. And uh, the live streams. I mean that that's what I'm loving because I know some people get discouraged. Like I mean, even me. Like sometimes you know there won't be that many views, you know, right away, and it'll get the podcast listens. It'll get all the views later on Instagram and all that stuff, but. Yeah, it's cool getting the interaction, like especially during all this quarantine stuff going on. People just want to uh, just want to talk and chop it up. And uh, yeah, so that's one thing that I feel like people really fucked with me because I would interact with everybody. You know, I didn't I wasn't too big to uh, interact with people. That's big. No, that says a lot, bro, because, you know, you know, based on, you know, us being a community and the whole shit, we all got strong minded opinions about the players that we like or the players that we don't want to fuck with. And, you know, just not to go off our, our own opinions, but to hear other motherfuckers opinions and, you know, hear them drop the isms like my dog bogey was saying, AKA the facts on certain players, but also be able to interpretate them facts the way that you want to. You know what I mean? When you look at the numbers, you can look at the numbers, but yet, Oh, this motherfucker, I don't like him against this certain team or I don't like him against, this defense shit like i mean just to hear that you know it helped you during the whole motherfucking season man i just don't want to go off of what i'm thinking even though most of the time yeah, I, I do because you know <laughs> i feel like nigga, i put a lot of work into my study and whatnot but yet to hear another motherfucker's opinion and stir me to this other way you know what i mean that's what i need right in that interaction you know with motherfuckers that i don't even know you know, what I mean, it, I mean, it, 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 the shit is federal to me, dog, a hundred percent. Oh yeah, and one reason why I really wanted to start creating content and get on video is because most of the dudes that I saw doing this were just like the squares, you know, just real nerdy with all this. And so, um, you know, that's why when I saw your guys' stuff for the first time, I was like, all right, yeah, I gotta fuck with these guys, cause. Uh, I mean, you guys got the Cali style. Like when I saw the Rum Boy stuff, I was like, man, I got to figure out how to, you know, connect with these guys because, you know, they're they're living the lifestyle. You know, they're living this party lifestyle. Facts. Yeah, no, nah, I agree man. with that. 
you know, that's we like to say everything is real organic, and we like to say, you know, we just talking shit, swallowing spit, man. You know, that's <laughs> that's it, man. It's it's nothing like sitting back, you know, chopping it up with people, and and like he said, able to get everyone's opinions and and not just your own, and talking shit and comparing opinions, and you're like, it's been a dope experience, like I. I see us doing this for a while. This isn't something that's just going to stop when we're tired of it. I think the Heart to Start podcast will be around for a while, no matter what happens, right? We're always going to be here because, you know, we haven't missed a beat on fantasy football actually playing in so long that, you know, this this is it. This is life. Fantasy is life, as we like to say. Fantasy is life. I bro. Oh my man. And just the whole experience though of other shit, you know, from from the before the draft to the motherfucking championship weekend. You know what I mean? That just the whole experience, bro. And 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 you know, you gotta think from September to January, that ain't nothing but five months. You know what I mean? But it's the biggest fantasy industry there is. Golf don't do it, like how football do it, baseball don't do it like. You know, and I'm in a baseball league for the first time this year. And from what I heard is that it's hard to have a baseball league, you know, like how our league is 15 years, like how your league been 07, 08. You're not finding no baseball leagues that do that. You're not finding no basketball leagues that do that. Uh, you probably US will, but not a lot. But exactly. Not you know like what I mean? Football. Shit like that. That's my point is for that the whole, the whole experience of a fantasy football league you know, and the, for it to be so short, but for it to be so huge is the is the whole experience. And for us to be able to all of us, a part of this community, to be able to put our experiences and everything that we go through with this shit. Other motherfuckers want to see that shit. bro. You know what I mean? Because everybody do it, bro. Yeah. And uh, I, I honestly think it's because the season is so short. Why we like it so much, because like exactly. baseball, you get burnout, you know, it's going for like three quarters of the year. Basketball, same shit. It's going for like half yeah. of the year by the end. You know what I mean? There's just a period where you just don't watch or you're not invested, maybe to your own team, but not to just the league in general, usually. And football, it's like as soon as it ends, you wish that there was more. So I we mean, like to look bro. at ba- basketball is it, we we look at it to pass time. You know, we, we, we draft we draft for basketball during football season, but we don't take it serious until football is almost over. Like you just set it and forget it, and maybe pick up some wires. I, I'm definitely a basketball guy. I gotta I got some ships. You know what I'm saying? I I I I've, damn I probably got like four or five second place finishes and three championships or something. So basketball is something that, you know, the fantasy, it kind of come natural. I'm actually battling to, to get in the playoffs in one league. Now this is the last week, but just the overall competition, man. And, and, and even, you know, like you said, able to share this experience and be on it all the time. It just makes it dope. Everything changes so quick and it's always something to talk about always every week. There's something to talk about. So it's it's something that we cherish dearly for sure. And it's going to be something that we're going to look back on and our kids are going to say, man, my dad and them do their fantasy draft. They're either going to call us old men or say, dad, you, you know, your, your dad goes, they do what they, they went where, you know, it's just, you know, it's what we do. man. <laughs> That's what we do, bro. Oh, everything. Hell yeah. Well, man, I, I'm I'm glad that I got to chop it up with you guys. Um, like I said, there's not too many motherfuckers doing this out of the West Coast. So anytime I get a chance to chop it up, um, 
you know, I'm always going to take advantage. So we got to do this again, maybe something like right after the draft. Um, and you know what? Before we leave, um, just because I could only get at you in the comments, I'm just going to remind you guys again. San I'm playing the field. San Francisco just isn't going to go with the QB. They're going to go with someone like Kyle Pitts or Sewell or maybe Michael Parsons, like throw a screwball at you just because Jimmy G could get them to that Super Bowl. Um, I don't know if they're going to go. I, I know they bet the future on it. But if you get fired as a head coach this year, you don't care about the future. <laughs> no, I agree with that. I know. I my bad, cousin. I didn't. I didn't mean to jump, but I can see them taking Kyle, Kyle Pitts, just based on that. You know, Shanahan, the the shit that be going on in his head, and how he be cooking up offenses, and you know, play. You know, if 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 you a Niner fan, you've seen, you know, every game where a motherfucker be open you know, 10, 20 yards untouched. You know what I mean? And if you add a, a Kyle Pitts to a healthy George Kittle and Ayuk and a motherfucking Debo Samuel, and you got, you know, you didn't sign your Alex Mack and you brought back Trent Williams, that offense, the potential is unlimitless. You know what I mean? Or limitless, I think that would whatever. be dumb. I don't think they're, they're doing something like that because if that's the case, they could have went and signed Janu Smith, right? If you need no. that. He's not Kyle Pitts, but he's a gadget player that you can move around and have be an offensive weapon. They're not moving up three first, two first to get Kyle Pitts. I don't see it happening. They got to go QB. You got Kyler, Russ, and now no. Stafford. You got to – you have to. Like, we're, no, no, I'm not, argue, no I'm not arguing that. No I'm not way. arguing that it's going to be a QB. But the question was is if it wasn't no QB, could you see – you know, whether it be they better school, move back. Will it they be better Mike move back then. They better <laughs> huh? have had a they better have had a plan to do what we do in dynasty leagues, and that's move up to move back, right? The you, only, you the only person, like the that. only person that's worth moving up for with all that draft capital is a motherfucking Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is a, a baby megatron, bro. A hundred percent, bro. You the 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 chess piece that he is. On top of the weapons that we got, the only key factor would be is that can Jimmy play 16 games like he did in 19? That's the only thing. That's my reason why that it's not going to be Kyle Pitts. But Who's if our it backup was, right now? Uh, uh, fucking uh, the boy from Arizona, Rosen. That's our backup. <laughs> but 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 they still have a second round pick. So if it's not Fields, if it's not Lance, if it's not Matt Jones. If they did take uh, Kyle Pitts, that name, they can please. come back in the second round, go get a Kyle Trask, go get a, a, a Kellen Mond, go get a, Oh, no, please don't get him. My cousin no, played but I'm for just saying, though, If that was his plan, you know, the, you know, that's what I'm saying. But I, I don't think not. it's going to be Kyle Pitts. You know, I'm praying that it's a motherfucking uh, – <laughs> Uh, 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 Justin Fields or Trey Lance. I'm you know hoping I mean? it's Fields because they say he don't like the party club and he got one of the highest IQs. Give me Fields right now, man. Yeah. Please. If they get Mac Jones, I'm going to officially become a fantasy football only fan. I will take a break from being a 49er fan. I swear to my – I swear to the bed upstairs. I, I will be pissed if we grab Mac Jones. So, look, I, let me throw one more Jim out there right quick. So – in my dynasty league, this nigga dynasty, the hard to start dynasty league, I just traded up 
from the the 104 to the 102, right? And so my boy that I'm I've known for a long time, he got the 101. And if that motherfucker don't take who he think I'm who I think he taking, my boy is coming home to me. And I got GKO in that league. You know, I ain't trying to throw too much out there, but I'm just praying that my boy that we just talked about, hopefully motherfuckers can I can do the uh, the minute black. The little thing to make you motherfuckers forget, especially if my partners is watching this shit. You know what I mean? Forget who I want to take, but nah. Kyle Pitts is my guy, man. What? 100%, dog. Kyle Pitts is my guy, man. You got the uh, number one pick? You just traded? No, I got the number two pick. What'd you trade to get that? I missed that. Oh, you missed it. Oh, I got to go check this out. My bad, dog. <laughs> Live on camera. Look. A hundred percent, bro. I, man, Kyle Pitts, that's how much I believe in Kyle Pitts. I think he's a chess piece that can't nobody fuck with. If he falls to Atlanta, I don't want him to go to Miami. If he falls to Dallas, you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, my uh, uh, Dallas in Atlanta is the is the best Atlanta spots outside of San Francisco that I can see him going to, bro. I really want to see – well, so – I do want to see him go to San Francisco. I'm not a San Francisco fan. I'm not thinking about you guys winning anything. I'm just thinking about fantasy, you know, <laughs> that's and that's right. it. And how dope would it be just because you don't even need him to block? That's what I want to see him go somewhere where you don't need to depend on him being a blocker, where that's just an added bonus because I want to see him be able to get the ball and get the targets. Yeah, no, Definitely. Especially, and, and it ain't just the targets, it'll be the quality targets because the offensive scheme to where he's in and the other motherfuckers that's around him is going to be, it's going to be, you know, fucking Thanksgiving every fucking day, every Sunday for his motherfucking ass. A hundred percent, bro. You know, even with Dallas stuff, all the weapons that they have in Dallas. And if there's a healthy Dak and I see somebody in the comments asking, is Dak a dud or a stunt this year? You know what I mean? In Dallas, he can f completely fight out kill, bro. And, it, you know, the cold thing is he don't have to have an 80 reception season. He can have the yeah. Mark Andrews of the 2019 season where it was 40 receptions, 45 receptions with 10 TDs. And he can be able to repeat that in Dallas, in Atlanta, just based on what's around him in, in, those, in, in that environment. Cincinnati yeah. would be nasty, Bogart. Cincinnati Bogart would be Cincinnati. nasty. <laughs> Definitely. I forgot about them. And they pick five. He, There's no way that he makes it past eight to Carolina. If yep. Carolina gets him, it's a wrap. But he's not making it past eight, bro. Yeah. I'm really curious to see where he goes. But, Bogey, just remember – you said when um, when San Francisco doesn't take a QB, you're getting signed up on Patreon, the highest tier. $50 tier, get your credit card ready. You're going to have to hit that up real quick. <laughs> two, week, two weeks away. But That's uh, right. Just a reminder for everybody, we got the Ricky Williams 420 giveaway going down. We got the three-hour 420 live stream going on. I don't know if you guys can pop in on the 420 live stream, but it's going to be a four-hour joint going from um, 420 Eastern time to like 430 um, West Coast time. So I know I my job could make it, man. I got, man, They, you know, out here, man, I'm fighting this uh, these uh, cannabis 
uh, that they're trying to stop us uh, from from gaining equity in the industry out here in Sacramento. And 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 they rescheduled a meeting and made it on 420. I feel like they're trying to do, do it dirty like that, you know. <laughs> but, you know, we're going to be there making phone calls, you know, uh, 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 making sure they, they treat us right. But I wish I could. I, 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 I look forward to mock drafts and having you come on to one of the hard to start installments for sure. It'd be dope to get a lot of the panel guys back together. You know, we never like to do it on the Rum Boys Day because we respect everything they got going on. So the only day we don't like to do it is those Friday nights, right? But other than that, it's definitely something. You know, I appreciate you having us on. I'm glad. I'm glad that we can make it. And you know, anytime you you want us to jump back on. You know, if if not both of us, if not the other guy, if not one of us, you'll have some hard to start representation for sure. Hell yeah, we're gonna get some mock drafts going for sure. And uh, Kev, why don't you just tell everybody where to where to find you at? Because this will be in podcast form later too. Yeah, just uh, you could check me out on Instagram. Um, hard to start, Kev. Uh, heart with the two star, Kev, and also me and JD. We run the Hard to Start podcast page, which I haven't been on as much, but. We're definitely, you know, on social media. Same thing on Twitter. And, you know, go check out type heart to start fantasy podcast on YouTube and and check out some of our old videos and a lot of the content we got up there. And, you know, rock with us, man, for real. Shout out to Ricky Williams. He was up here at Grass Valley. You know, I mean, he was doing his yoga treatment with the 420 friendly. So y'all make sure y'all go enter that motherfucking giveaway, man. You know what I mean? Because this is a 420 friendly uh, podcast that we on right now, man. And if you if you was in California and you knew what this uh this organic greenery greenery was like, you will understand why Ricky Williams was able to go do what he wanted to go do because it ain't nothing like this motherfucking California uh, green gold, bro. Oh my mama, you know what I mean? So yeah. You know, that, that's all I got to say. Cuzzo laid it out there for us, man. You know, shout out to Alex and everything that he's doing, man, with the motherfucking fantasy football hustler, man. Oh, my mama, he's definitely doing what his name is. He's he's out there. He grinding his whole motherfucking thing, bro. And just appreciate to him and his audience for allowing us to jump on and, you know, just swallow spit and talk shit, man. That's all it is, bro. And, you know, this ain't this 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 is the first, but it ain't the last. That's 100 percent, bro. Real yeah, talk, right. just like that fucking intro, man. I'm telling you, that fucking intro. If y'all was a little bit game goofy on what music was being played, you know, <laughs> us three right here, we know what was going on, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're definitely going to get this going again. Um, appreciate everyone who's been sticking with us because, yeah, we've had people who've been on here 100% of the time. Uh, so, yeah, good looking on sticking with us. Um, we got Hustler Trivial Pursuit coming up on Monday. We're getting some 90s pop culture trivia going down. Uh, Bogart from Gimme Money is going to be on. Rum Boy Robbie is going to be on. A couple other people from the, the Rum Boys family are going to be on. So, yeah, it is going to be lit. Go check out the podcast. Go give me a subscribe. Uh, Go do that now so you can download everything. Peace out, everybody. We'll see you next week. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, wintertime, money grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the chibi of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle.
a pocket, it don't make sense, but don't make a profit. So I hustle, ladies and homies, make money, make money, money, money. Save my life, so I hustle.